A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. I'm Lisa Chanu. Wow. It's still, it's, it's still, still taking some getting used it's still to, new. I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new um, name. Well, new name and new guest. I was like, not, yeah, new guest. I was like, not, I was gonna say old name to me, but I was like, not, <laughs> not at all. We are so excited. We have an extra special guest today. All of our guests are special, but uh, we are joined today by human design expert and my sister-in-law, Stacey Diaz. Hello, everyone. I, I feel like we're so lucky. Our family is just so badass between astrology and human design. We've got it covered. I know. I know. That's why I was like, I, I hesitated. Should I say, should I reveal our relationship? Will that like, uh, diminish our what trustworthiness? <laughs> I don't know. But I was like, no, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be in a, a family of woo. We've been wanting to have someone on for human design. We've been saying forever. And then when you started getting into this, it truly was like, 
oh my gosh, right here, homegrown, right, right in here. Here she is. Stacey, what, what, well, first of all, what's your type, I guess, or is that even the right term? Yes, it is. So my type, I'm a generator, which were the most common of all the types, but I actually have come to really love that I'm a generator because that means I just have energy for days and um, I do a lot of stuff. So (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's the easy explanation. Whoa. I think that's interesting because you are also a Scorpio sun, Scorpio moon. And I think Scorpio is also like one of the, is like the most common zodiac sign. Really? Yeah, I was just talking about that with someone because it's Valentine's Day babies. Everybody fucks on Valentine's Day. And that's like the meme, right? It's like, uh oh, it's it's Scorpio mating season. I don't think that tracks the human gestation's 10 months. And who was I talking? Someone was like, you're right. I was like, I double backed on it. I think it's nine months. It's not nine. For pregnant? Nine nine from when you test. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Well, me. But Scorpio, are, I think, but is it's the definitely most that. I I still think it's that time, winter, cuddly, yeah. sex oh, yeah. time. I just don't think it's like Valentine's Day necessarily. Yes. It's yeah. the, the news. Yeah. Actually, probably Sagittarius is Valentine's Day, and that's why we're corny. <laughs> well, maybe it's St. Patrick's Day, and everybody got lucky. I don't know. That's my corny <laughs> joke. <laughs> Sorry, it's my I love attempt. It. No, no, that was I love that it. was good. That was good. <laughs> How why human design? Oh, why? we're just getting right into it. All right. Well, um, first of all, uh, I grew up in a house that was anti-woo of everything, like don't read your horoscope. That's the gateway drug into other hardcore things. And um, so I fought that urge for a really long time. And then at about like 38, I was like, hey, I'm going to do a reading for myself. So I I had an astrological reading and it was amazing. And it just kind of opened my eyes to all things. So um, I was very much into it. And then I can't even tell you how human design came into my world. I just know that somehow it was in the algorithm and I saw it and I was super intrigued. So I started to dive deep and look into all that I could. And, you know, you can't find much or back back when I started learning, you couldn't find much. And then I just started to get readings and then I started to take courses and read all the books. So that's kind of how my human design came, my human design knowledge came in. Um, but what, what made it really stick for me was how much it resonated. Uh, it was just like, whoa, these are the answers that I've been waiting for. When it came down to learning my type, also learning my authority, which for everyone, my authority is emotional. Um, learning about that and that I am this crazy emotional person. Um, and And I fought that for a long time. That was kind of beaten out of me as a kid, you know, like, stop crying. I'll give you something to cry about. And now I realized that's actually who I am. Like, I'm meant to, like, have all this emotion. So in learning all these little things that I thought were idiosyncrasies, but really they're a part of my design, I became hooked. So that's that's why human design. (laughs) It hooked me. (laughs) I love that. I I noticed that when you like enter your information, obviously don't know like what the best places or whatever, but um, it does like give you numbers with the same glyphs that astrology uses. How are the two things related or are they? It's all related. So just for um, anyone who doesn't know about human design, it is um, 
it's made up of different components of ancient modalities and some science, but it's basic, it's based on astrology. It's based on the Kabbalah tree of life. It's based on the I Ching. It's based on, you know, the Hindu chakra system. And then it's got a little bit of science like neutrinos and quantum physics and genetics in there. So it's, it's, on it's astrology on steroids in my opinion. <laughs> um, but as far as the, the glyphs that a lot of that comes from, um, that's the astrology side. And then the numbers come from the I Ching, which if you're familiar with the ancient Chinese I Ching, um, that's where a lot of the numbers come from the hexagrams and the I Ching. I, I guess like in a demystifying way, when did you, how long did it take you to like get it <laughs> or like did that did, did it or is or are you still getting it <laughs> or like is it something because I think with astrology it's there's like a bit of finiteness but then not really but it, there's also kind of basic building blocks like there's like a lot of information in human design is there a good place to even I guess this is a multi-question like is there a good place to start and yeah I'm curious for you is there something that like Flicked or like a metaphor or something that kind of like aligned it there for you. So, okay. Answer question one. First, everyone go find your chart. That's like the most important thing is look at your chart and it's going to look like, it's going to look like something you don't even know it to. You it don't looks understand. medical almost, you know, it does. it's like, okay, something's up in the solar plexus area. <laughs> some things are red, some things are pointing in and some are out. And I've looked at other people's too, just to like, see what the differences are but there's a lot of I like that there's so much info because it feels like you could really not stop looking at your chart forever oh, yes. well and there's also too there's a friend of mine said it looks like um, a blueprint to a rocket ship <laughs> and I thought that was funny because it kind of is because you you are just really it's you you're actually looking at your blueprint so sometimes I will call it my soul map because it really does um it's a map to like to who you are. So, um, gosh, yeah, I hope that answers that question. <laughs> but uh, to answer the question of when did I get it, um, I'm still getting it. I'm still really understanding things on another level. But it took me, gosh, it took me about, I think, a year to truly start to understand everything. But I started with myself first. That's, you know, I think like all of you, you, we just start with our chart and we're like, whoa, what does this mean? And, and then I started to beg all my family members, Hey, can I look at your chart? Will you give me your birth time and, you know, birthplace? And then I started to look at their charts to help me understand the difference between me and them. And then that was just mind blowing. Like doing my father-in-law's chart was just like, what? Like, I understood him on a whole nother level. And Julia can attest to this. Like, and he, what was interesting was he actually asked me to do it. I didn't even have to go search for him. And I like, now I have a better relationship with my father-in-law because I get it. I get his chart. So it's, mm -hmm. that's kind of how, it, and so I'm always learning. I'm just always evolving with it. So it takes a lifetime in my opinion. I was going to say, I love that it's, I'm just thinking of how much that it's like, it is a rocket ship, but it's also a person. And I do feel like there is something about human design when you approach it, when you see your astrological chart for the first time, as much as human design, also you go like, oh, what is this? This doesn't make sense. Especially if you've been looking at astrological charts, I do feel like astrology looks more foreign than human design because you are like looking at 
I don't know, but it's also, we so rarely look inside of ourselves like that. Like that's not, I don't know. I love the idea of it being like a doctor, like you said, where it is kind of like looking at your, your soul chart. Cause that is what it would look like is just kind of that energy flowing through. And how does it, how is it bouncing around in there? And, uh, I love it. That's all. Well, yeah. And that's what human design is. It's about how we use our energy and everyone is so different on how they use their energy. So for example, I, I cause I have your charts. So, um, I've got, um, you know, oh, Julia and we love to be right. Oh, just a heads yes. Up. We love to be read. I also have to say Stacey does have this Aquarius rising. And I feel like that is what she, like, she is so fixed and thorough and like research based in this wonderful, like comprehensive way. She is a teaching experience. I'm sorry to be speaking for you too. I should just be asking you and saying, no, please what, speak but... for me. <laughs> so I, all of these channels to me feel so Aquarian where it's like, it's just taking in all of the information. And of course you have, of course, the one that you are like, so well-versed in is the one that's like so complicated and has so many levels. And I just love that. Oh yeah. I think this is like, so my Scorpio-ness cause I'm like a five times Scorpio. And then I've got uh, this Aquarius. I know it's kind of gross, but, um, like, I feel like I'm that emoji. I'm that she, detective She said emoji. it by the way. We did. <laughs> yeah. We did not say that. <laughs> I know you, I, I know how you guys feel about Scorpios, but you know, I, you know, I know that we're all changing, but, um, wait, when's your birthday? Is it November 20th? It's coming up. Oh, so you're right. You're right. Oh you're yeah. Ed you're edging over there. Okay. Oh, and I'm in it. I'm like North node, Scorpio, Mars, Scorpio, Uranus, Scorpio, moon and wow. sun. It's just, it's a lot. It's, it's complicated, but, um, also the makes black sense for the research though, too. Cause I think Scorpios and Aquarius have that deep dive. Yes. Hundreds of tabs open tendencies. How did you know? That's I have like three windows, all like 20 tabs each. And then I also have the black hole. Like that's my emoji, just black hole all day. Every day. <laughs> that's a great, I love that emoji. I know what you're talking, the pit. Yep. I always think of it as like the, it's just like, I'm here now in this pit. That's me. I'm in the pit. So yeah, that the pit is human design, but it's been so enlightening. Um, but just as far as human design is about how we use our energy and that um, some of us are energy beings and some of us are non-energy beings. So for example, Julia, you are, um, and Lisa, you are, you are a manifesting generator. So is Julia's a manifesting generator, but Stevie, you're a projector. And so projectors are what we call our non-energy beings. So you, as a child, you may have had this need to rest a lot because maybe you didn't have as much energy as um, others because you don't have a motor system, an internal motor system that the other types have. Mm. And by the way, reflectors who are the rarest don't have that either. Mm. Um, so the two ones that are non-energy beings are your reflector and then your projectors. And then there's manifestors and generators. And then okay. we can combo these up as like manifesting generators. Are there generating manifestors? No, they're not. So, okay. <laughs> it, it, so in, in the type world, um, they're, okay. So you've got gates and channels and the different, uh, channels that we have and the gates with the gates that connect make channels um they connect the different centers of your body so all mm -hmm. those squares and triangles in your chart are the centers and when you have two gates that connect um you have this channel and 
And for manifesting generators like Julia, she actually has a channel um, that goes from her throat to her sacral. And that create that actually makes her more manifester. But um, for example, for then Lisa, you don't have that. So you are more generator. But you also have the superpower of being a man being a manifesting generator, which I, I love manifesting generator. They get shit done. Like seriously. Whoa. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> Are so it is just like your type is your type because that's where my mind goes to is like can we do other combined like are there other are is there like not cusps so to speak but is it like it is just a channel is open a channel is closed it's as simple as that or is it like well you could have this channel but if you have this channel open do you know what I'm saying yes you can so there are what we call projected channels generator channel generated channels um manifestor channels that um and gates that are in the whole in, in the design and you could be a generator with a lot of projected channels which actually I have um so okay. that is possible okay good because I feel like sometimes we hear these things, at least for me, something that makes me not nervous about human design, but I feel like um, something that I like about astrology is that it is so ping pongy and there are so many combinations that you can do. And so whenever something I see something that's like your four types, I'm always like, man, what if I don't like the type that I am? <laughs> yeah, Don't put me in that box. Yeah. So I feel like whenever you find out that you can kind of combo it, even if you're not this one, like you could still figure out, you know some loopholes so to speak maybe that's my channel speaking as well so what other what are the most important I think you said to me kind of like the big three parallel like if if people are just wanting to get into human design what do you think the most important like things for us to know about as and as we hear more about us because I do do please read us <laughs> sorry sorry to interrupt with that to ask a question when it's like uh hello just keep telling us about us please <laughs> so uh, the big three in human design is your type your strategy and your authority and they say that if you just know those three things you will go far and you could really do a lot of um uh, deconditioning um mm. of yourself so that you could live a more fulfilling and aligned life that's I, I use the word alignment a lot because I feel like human design is an alignment tool. So if you know your type um, and you honor your type uh, and you know your strategy and you know your authority, you, you're pretty much set. But everyone wants to know about the gates and the channels and all those other things because they're so fun. You know, they're just so interesting. And we like to call the gates your gifts. So they're the gifts you're meant, you have in this world. Um, and then your channels are even more, uh, it's really like, the tools you you have in your suitcase to to help you along this journey so that's that's the channel but okay dang. i like no that's really because I, I think i get wrapped up in the gates and i see all the numbers and i'm like where those go to what's that doing but type strategy and authority can you tell us all of ours yes i can so and sorry wait is it pertinent to say like strategy is what which one of these in the equation is there an analog to say like strategy is more like your moon sign or your rising Ooh. sign or anything Ooh. like that or do you do you not or is that marzy almost yeah. well strategy is how you're supposed to interact with the people around you okay that's what strategy mm -hmm. is so i don't know if you can correlate that that feels like a rising, rising sign yeah yeah but also could be yeah in terms of like how are we or maybe just any of the houses house areas maybe it's not as like one-to-one -one as like that planet is 
strategy, which I think they're strategic planets. But mm-hmm. if it's how we're supposed to interact with people, that feels really seventh house, really 11th house, maybe what that might even influence, I guess, what's the human design chart that's made, I would think. Question that actually, mark? remember when we were talking about the, you had brought this up when we were talking about the angles. They do mm. have gates. Mm-hmm. Remember uh, the notes, maybe, and the angles. I don't oh, know. Oh, right, the nodal episode. gates. Yeah, yeah. So it might be something mm-hmm. to do with um with the houses. Anyway, well, and I mean, yeah. Also, the I was like that would be rise. If you're saying seventh house, then we are kind of then talking. We're working with the about yes, yeah, yeah. The okay, so houses. I do, I do think this sounds to me. If we're big threeing only, if we're trying to keep it to that strategy, sounds like rising especially if we're gonna say traditionally or i mean like not cliched but mask well, that to me is strategy well what's authority mean well authority is how you should be making decisions so it's how you should be making decisions mm. for yourself so strategy is using you use your strategy to navigate through life and interact with others your authority mm. is how you should be making decisions okay mm. kind of different kind of different flavor but i like these these themes, uh, these themes brought up and then types, just the overall, the four main types. And that's going to be how you use your energy, how you use the energy. Ooh, see, I, hmm. Which one do you think is sun and moon? Because I feel like I'm because of how it's set up, I am inclined to go, Oh, well type is sun, but what did you say again? This is how we're using our energy, how we use our energy. I think that's moon. That's moon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about who's I think pulling so too. the Yeah. But I still think the sun's so ego. Like, I don't know if I don't know if the type is that like front brain aware of how you're behaving or not. Is and maybe this is just stoner boner. Like, I don't even know if I'm asking an actual question. But is it like the awareness of how you're navigating the space? Cause I know there was something and maybe it was my it was my, and I don't know if we have the same strategy. I got a chart of this a long time ago, but I remember hearing about my strategy and it felt like something I've never even thought about before, but it was so on. Yours is to respond. You respond to people when people come to you. That's your strategy and your authority is your emotional. So mm-hmm. I'm just diving in there right now. Oh but yeah, no, I'll, oh, take, I'll take. Maybe this will also help us. Let's hear. And this also can be, you know, that sounds like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Continue. I guess so, it was always like the op when I got a human design reading, everything that I did was the opposite of what my type was, but not in a bad way. Not where I was like, oh, this is fucked or like not me. I just never did it that way. And then when I started doing more things that way in a conscious way, things worked out a little wait, more smoother. Forgive me, Stevie. Forgive me. You are wait for invitation. That okay, that's yours. what I th- okay, that's what I thought. My apologies, my sincere apologies. You are no, you're good. invitation you're good. because pro- and this is one of the hardest one. Projectors like get so upset when they learn about this because they're like, "What? I have to wait for the invitation." And I it's hated like, hearing this news. It, yes. No. <laughs> you are so not alone because, you know, and again, this is big decisions people. Like this is not like little decisions like what you mm-hmm. want for lunch. Like it's the big decisions in your life. And it's it's um waiting for that invitation is just people honoring you know, really looking to you as for guidance and you just living your life and shining your light is, is you, is being you. And then everybody, you know, who's attracted to you uh, is able to come to you and then start to ask you for your advice. And that's when you should be giving your advice and giving your, Mm -hmm. your expertise. Mm -hmm. 
So that that's kind of the the wait for the invitation part. So I apologize for that. I know I said no, earlier, no, you're, you're responding. And your no, type is reflector. Her type is reflector. Her type is Tell projector. Projector. Okay. Yes. Tell us about projector because I feel well. Yeah. If we can get a little on every type. We'll get on everybody. Too. But yeah. Sure. So projectors and okay. So projector. So again, our rarest is a reflector. Mm-hmm. And their type is uh their signature or or their is surprise. Their strategy is surprise. And then their not self is disappointment. And that is how we know they're not aligned. And their strategy is to wait a lunar cycle. That like that's oh. their and uh, they make up about one percent of the population. So that's reflectors are very rare. Um and who is one? Make oh, some gosh. noise out there. <laughs> like is there a, <laughs> a lunar even... cycle that sucks a whole month? Can that's you re- wait? That's reflector. That's, that's a reflector. So okay. I, hey, God gives you what you can handle because there is no way. Wow. <laughs> Which is wait. about one thing a month. <laughs> <Yeah>. Four <laughs> well, reflectors. There's no way I could wait a month. Four reflectors. Yeah. No. They like okay. So, uh, the biggest one that you always hear about is Sandra Bullock. She's a reflector. And so oh. um, just when we go to the stars, uh, yeah. but yeah. reflectors are um, when you look at their chart, they have no definition. So when I say definition, that means none of those little triangles, squares are um, colored in. They're all clear. They have no channels. They only have gates. Oh. So they have no channels that give them definition. We call when a, when a um, when one of the centers is is defined, we call that definition. And they have no definition. So really, they change based on how they're feeling each day and actually based on who they're surrounded by. So for a reflector, it is so, so important that they be around, you know, high vibe people that are, you know, have their best interests in heart. Cause if you're Mm -hmm. around negative people that could really affect them. Whoa. And sorry, I don't know if this is too extra credity for homework. Brief definition of a gate and channel. Yeah. For all of us here. <laughs> so I'll give very brief. Gate yes. is our gifts. So it's gates the gifts, gifs, that we were meant yes. to. It. And actually, this is where it connects with astrology, is our gates are tied to the sun, earth. There's earth, by the way. Um, oh, north yeah. node, south node, you know, Mars, Mercury, all the planets. So these gates to to me seem like because Stacy gave me a reading, which was wonderful, and we'll have your stuff in the show notes. Obviously, Thank see you. her for reading. Um, but the Gates do seem like placement, astrological placements, whereas what's the channel? The channel are, is basically are, um, let me think of a, a quick and easy, concise way of saying this. The channels are, are tools. It's like mm-hmm. the toolbox we come with that like it's so, for example, let's say you have the channel of sexuality, you know, I'll just put that out there or you have um, the channel of mating. Um, oh. I know oh. there's a channel like that. Julia has it. Um, <laughs> we knew, <laughs> but, um, girl, I can smell your mating channel from here. <laughs> Wait, forgive me. Forgive me. I have it. Actually. My mating I channel apologize. is wide open. <laughs> forgive me. Forgive me. I'm all messed up here. I have all everybody's charts right in front of me. I have the mating channel, oh, okay. but you guys have some gates. Um, that connect. So, oh. um, so th- you have the mating channel. It's, it's about like reproduction and that's not only sexual reproduction, but it's like reproducing, um, you know, uh, ideas or, um, uh, there's so many, so many now, ideas to this. 
the channels themselves, this are those related those are related to the connections between gates, correct? Like the if you're looking at them on there. So I think that that also then the astrological analog would be like the aspect or how these things can talk to each other. Maybe not as directly. I don't think, cause I think that's, again, that's like where all of, at least that's where my mind goes is like, well, what is this? Because I know that astrology is involved. I go like, well, what is this in astrology? And I don't know if it is that simple mm-hmm. or I mean, if it is if they are directly related in that way, but is, am I correct in that thought yes. process? So they're, it, so they're related in a lot of ways. They're related one towards the planet that they were in the day that you were born, but then I'm going to throw a, a curveball here. Then also in human design, we have this thing called our design date, which happens 88 days before you're born. And that is like your, the unconscious part of you. So you have a set of gates from your personality side, which is the day you were born. And then you have a set of gates on your unconscious side, your design side, which was 88 days before you were born. So is that like when you get a soul or something? Yes. It's when basically they say like your soul enters your body and that that's, it's this unconscious part of you that, you know, again, our goal is to meld the unconscious and the conscious to become this, you know, enlightened being. Whoa. Okay. It's, it's big, but then also too, (laughs) (laughs) it is about the connection to the different centers. So each center has um, a job as well. So for, you know, you may have a channel um, and you guys, um, you may have a channel that connects your root to your spleen. So uh, your root being a pressure center um, and then your spleen being your center of intuition. So then it kind of has a little bit to do with that as well. It's so much. It's a lot. It's a lot. You're explaining it extremely well though. Like I'm, I'm, I'm digesting the, the nuggets of, of information. Tell us about projectors. Yeah. Oh, projectors. So my daughter's a projector and God, I wish I knew about this when she was a kid because I would have parented her so differently. And I'm so sad that I didn't because I'm a generator, which means I have energy. I wake up, I'm like revived. I've got my battery's charged because I have my own internal battery. Projectors do not have an internal motor. They don't have their own motor. They get their motor uh, from being around other people who have a motor. So I, again, tell me if this if this speaks to you, Stevie. But um, you, you basically you're not you're not the kind who wakes up like full of energy. <laughs> you have never. So <laughs> um, never in my godforsaken life. <laughs> And you probably tend to like need a lot of rest throughout the day because you get exhausted um, because again, you don't have this, this, this constant flow of energy throughout you. So um, projectors um, are, I like to give projectors, you're like, um, gosh, you are like a lighthouse. That is how you're supposed to be treated. You are this lighthouse who just shines your light and and then the other, those who are attracted to your light will come your way. So that's a projectors. That's your way. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not giving it the briefest of answers because projectors are very interesting. And I'm, I'm still learning about projectors every day. Cause uh, you have different types of projectors. You have mental projectors, which, mm-hmm. which, um, and then you have, you know, you are, um, an, you are, let me look at yours. You are a self-projected projector which means that you have your throat and your g center um defined and so 
I, there is no easy answer to give about projectors, but projectors are a non, um, a non-energy thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no, that all checks. I'm curious about the self-projected projector. I also just like that as a phrase, cause it just sounds very like, I just can see the visual of like, even like a, like an actual projector, right? Like a one you would have in a classroom being like, I'm going to push myself on now or, or something <sighs> like that. But I've, I mean, I, a lot of my work throughout my life has been producer E and I think I've heard projectors described as the producers of the, I can't, I almost wanted to call it the Zodiac, the human design Zodiac. Cause I can make any idea better. It's just usually like if someone brings me something, I can probably, and sometimes it's like, can suck because people are like, that was my thing. And now it's gone here, but it's like, Oh, sorry. Like I thought you were coming. I thought you were coming to me to, cause you wanted this to, go bigger or to do something, you know, more with this or whatever it is. It's like you wake the sleeping giant. It's like, Hey, I have this thing. And it's like, Oh, cool. I'm ready. I'm ready to do the thing now. You are so right. Projectors. One of the things you see things better, like you're like a bird on a wire where you're like looking down and you can see like, Oh, this system is not working. I've got a better system for you. Cause you have this unique way of seeing things differently. So I projectors are like the engineers as well. You just see things in a different way and know how to improve systems. That's a projector's gift. Um, you you definitely see things differently. So that's awesome that you're like, you're aligned in that as a director. So that's what I'll tell everybody. It's like, I'm just seeing this differently and dare I say better. So um, <laughs> yes. also a joke. Dare. Um, <laughs> dare dare I say, I, I am awake now and I see that this is all fucked up. Can I fix all this? Now I need to take a nap. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, yes. Generators. Ah, generators. So generators are an energy being. Um, we have, so what makes you a generator, just so everyone knows, is you have your sacral defined. And so um, the sacral, that's your internal battery. You are here to get shit done. You are, you are the builders. You're like the busy bee of, of the, of the types. You build things, you get things done. And that is what the generator is. Um, and then you've got your manifesting generator, which is a hybrid between the manifester and the generator. And they are special because they have the generator energy, but they also have the manifester part of them where they're able to inform others and tell them what to do. Because if you were to look at manifestors, they were like the king energy back in the day. Um, they would be the kings and the queens who made all the decisions and they told everybody what to do. And then everyone else did what they had to do. And that's what a generator is. Um, and then, uh, so a manifesting generator is that combo of a manifester and a generator and just lots of energy. Uh, so for example, Julia, she has more manifester qualities. So her, she, her strategy is to inform and respond. Um, so she, she gets that gift and, um, and so that, that's how a manifesting generators work. What's, what's Lisa's? Lisa is a manifesting generator, but she does not have that manifester channel. And so she, hers is just to respond. So you respond to like, let's say Julia says, I want to do, I have this idea. Um, Lisa will be like, all right, I'll do it. And so she gets going and she, and she finishes the project. That's, that's what the generators are here to finish and build the product. I'll tell you right now, of all of the things I've read, I definitely am not living my human design. <laughs> <laughs> There's absolutely nothing that I do on here that I is like what I'm supposed to be doing. 
Well, yeah, I, I, every time I read down, like, um, I am so in my not self right now, I got to get stuff done. Cause this last year I've just been exhausted. So <laughs> I feel you, mm-hmm. I feel you. I heard, I think I read something somewhere that like Chris Jenner is a projector and all the Kardashians are generator, like the children Kardashians are generators. And it's like, she projected her little like generator arm. Like army out into the the world. I have to. I feel like I read this like article somewhere long Ooh, ago. I would. But I just like thinking of that. that too as like kind of um. You need people like generators is the most common, right? Yes, it is. So there there are numbers, by the way. Um. So this this comes from the human design world, and they have so thirty six percent of the population is supposed to be generators. Now, mm-hmm. to, please don't ask me for the bell curve or the you know. <laughs> the figures because I don't know those, but they also they say that um manifesting generators are about 32%. Um projectors are about 22% of the population, manifestors are about nine percent of the population, and then reflectors are about one percent of the population. There's also in human design speak um that manifestors are starting to they're not they're um they're starting to not be born and that we are and that oh. there's gonna be more projectors being born. Because projectors are kind of taking over that manifestor role, like where you see things differently and you're here to to help guide us to a different, better way. Whoa. Interesting. So are there, Julian Lisa's authorities are manifesting? Oh, yeah. I was like. So their authority, your authority is based on your centers that are defined. So you could be, you know, so both. Uh, Julia and Lisa are manifesting generators, but they have very different authorities. So Julia's mm-hmm. authority is sacral. So she needs to follow the responses of her sacral. Mm-hmm. And so, um, for example, she should be asking mating herself the channel. questions. <laughs> Sorry. And I apologize. I'm the one with the mating channel, uh, six through 59. Um, but <laughs> wow. Real missed opportunity there. Even design for the good. Okay. Yeah. You didn't put 69. I know. Come 69. On. There, sorry. There are no 69 gates. There's only 64. Um, wow. They did that but, on purpose because they knew. Some we can like us. I unlocked that 420 gate. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I haven't been doing any of my shit. It says I need to eat in peace and quiet. I'll tell you what. I eat in a restaurant every day. It's loud as hell in there. That's too funny. Okay. So, yeah. So the sac- sacral. I have sacral. What's you have Lisa's sacral. authority? So Lisa's authority is emotional. Mm. You are emotional. Dude. How, see, now this is giving me moon. Yeah. No, oh, being swayed I was to thinking. moon authority. But also, I don't know if sacred, well, I don't know. Emotional, obviously. Sorry, I go one to one and I think cancer and you have a cancer moon. Mm-hmm. Well, emotional, but- you think moon, but I don't think that, but- I don't think that authority, I don't okay. know. Okay. So, yeah, right. it doesn't strike for a place that I do stuff from a lot. Maybe I should. Well, well, you have two emotional waves, which, so, um, Whoa. you look at our spleen and, and that's rare. You don't really see a lot of people with two emotional waves. So, uh, you are meant to make, you're not meant to make decisions immediately. You're actually meant to ride your emotional wave so that you feel all of the emotions about it. And then when you get to a place of calm, um, or not even calm, cause you know, I know calm can be a dirty word to some people, but you know, you get to a place <laughs> of like, all right, I'm cool. Um, then that's when you should be making your decision after you've felt the high, you felt the low, and then you're at a good place. And I have an emotional wave too. So I, I feel you. Yeah, that's tough. 
I, I that I guess I have I have been doing that of recent just because I think more because COVID I think has slowed me down a lot. But um, I would say I'm not very good at like I think I'm very detached from my emotional side. I don't like tend to really talk about how I feel or think about it a lot. I know it's there, but it's something I kind of like maybe in an unhealthy way push to the side um so it's like something i i think i purposefully ignore and maybe it seems like i probably shouldn't be doing that well i relate to you because i think for a long time i pushed my emotions out because you know again like when we were kids like no 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 you didn't show this at home um and so yeah coming to terms with the emotional part of me i'm like it's been very affirming because now I feel like I'm I'm much more apt to cry or to to show emotion to others. But I feel mm. you. Yeah, yeah, I think we're taught to stuff that down. We're taught, don't do that. You can't do that in front of people. Like, stop that. And, you know, I don't want to cry in front of everybody, but <laughs> I'll go home and I'll cry. <laughs> well, I or- think, too, part of it for me is, and maybe this is, like, the generator side and, like, the uh, responder side of, like, I think that sometimes emotion in like capitalist society is seen as inverse to being productive and Mm -hmm. so like yeah I am gonna probably get my work done instead of like taking a break to like you know feel bad for a second and and like treat my healing or whatever absolutely I think too we don't never mind I'm gonna go off on another tangent that's not related okay you're supposed to inform us, Julia. I know. Well, I was going to say it's like the physical parts of emotions, too. That's something that I really resonated with quickly with human design and made me want to learn more about it is that they immediately said things like, you know, uh, for me, if I don't get like I need the night to recharge or whatever, but I also have to go until like, I don't nap. I don't take a break. It's like you go until your battery is dead and then Mm -hmm. you fully charge the battery instead of kind of like spurts or whatever. And I was like, Oh, that's me. A hundred percent is like, it's I'm, I'm going, but once I'm done, it's like, it's the quickest crash. (laughs) And It's like, it truly could be like moment to moment, but then I'm like, I'm out. There's no, uh, whatever. But I think that the emotions, we don't talk about just like riding the fish, the physical experience of it. And I think that that capitalism uh, observation about that is totally spot on Lisa and all of that of like, just being able to take the space. Cause it is like, you would just need to take a step away from your work to like go cry for five minutes or be like step away from a customer to like be angry or whatever. And it always feels like a thing that you should be powering through that is less important than this thing because it is indulgent and whatever. But I don't know. The thing is like my job does allow for that. Like I am allowed to step away and say like, uh, I'll be right back. I I'm taking five or whatever. Yes. So it is interesting to me that I just choose not to. <laughs> but like, I think I'm just you're like, right. No, I just keep going. And I do think sometimes, I do think that sometimes working through stuff makes you feel better because you're like, oh yeah, like everything goes on, life goes on around me or whatever. Yes. There are people still like doing their normal thing that they would do at this time of day or whatever. Yeah. Well, and Lisa, I find you to be one of the most emotionally available friends yeah. ever. Maybe it's not always your stuff. Um, 
because you know that's consent right but you're always i've seen you always there for any you're not like Ugh, emotional oh no thing. i like them yeah <laughs> but mm-hmm. i just don't like yeah i don't seek it out i guess mm-hmm. well my lighthouse is beaming with, uh, right. with me up. yeah what do i so what do you do if you don't have a battery <laughs> <laughs> how do we charge her where do i buy one of the <laughs> yeah i don't charge this thing she needs all of you she needs your energy yeah. you guys that's that's ain't that the damn truth Stevie, you surround yourself with this awesome energy. And I think that's what lights you up. What's Stevie's authority? So Stevie's authority is G-Center self-projected authority. So because you're G-Center, which I, it's, I really. It sounds horny. It does like, sound also so sounds horny. like the mating channel. <laughs> <laughs> the one that no one can find. <laughs> it's back there in, t- in a round, in a host manner. Where's the map? Kidding we can find it now it looks uh, like it's the like it's uh, the diamond diaphragm shape. right like it's in it, here under your it's like a yellow thing it it's looks the, like it from the well, diaphragm. i don't know if it's all yellow but well it's under your throat so if you got your mm. um if you're looking at channels and you're looking at a map you've got your head you've got your ajna which is your third eye you've got your throat which is the square and then okay. right below that is this diamond shaped and yes. it's like in the middle of your chest and that is the g center which is and in human design languages, where our magnetic monopole is, it's where all the energy comes from. It's life direction. That's its purpose is life direction. And yours is defined. And um, Stevie, yeah, yours is defined. And let's see. So you are, you're supposed to ask yourself the question, does this bring me closer to my life's direction? So when you are asking these main questions, um, you mm-hmm. want to be asking that does this bring me closer to my life's direction? And if it isn't, then kick it, (laughs) kick it out Mm -hmm. right now. And if it is, then move forward with it, keep going. And that should always be the question you're leading with. Is this leading me forward? Mm -hmm. If it's not, um, I don't want it. So what are the things that like fuck us all up then? Or like, it seems like we, it, we might tend to gravitate and maybe that's just like getting older and younger or whatever, but what are the things maybe that are like bait for our types that can be the things to like say avoid or is there that common sort of thing well i okay i'll speak to this first so one of the biggest things that human design is trying to solve is the conditioning received as children the conditioning we received as adults um so if you're looking at your chart uh wherever you have wherever it's white that's called undefined and that's actually where we take in the most conditioning Mm, so so for example um with stevie being a projector you have the most openness and so you've probably taken in a lot of conditioning and you know from from outside sources because when you have a defined area you're pretty much that it's kind of like think of it as like filled up um Mm -hmm. you're not you can't take in anybody else's like try to change my mind i've got i've experienced this life my G spot is defined. My G spot's not defined. moving. <laughs> exactly. And but so my whole ass area is open. Oh, open. you are so you are <laughs> wide open. That's what makes projectors so amazing. Cause you're just so wide open and you're just so like you're open to you're open to really good things, but also you could be opening to some negative things if you're around, you know, so, negative situations. I'd be the cult joiner, is <gasps> what it's sound versus maybe the cult leader. Oh, and we, we need to talk about manifestors a bit too, because I think we got wrapped up in the generator combo. Sorry. Pe- yeah. Projector pivot there, but no I worries. Just, 
Sorry, Mara, just solo manifest. Are there solo manifestors? There are solo manifestors. So they make up make up about nine percent of the population. And manifestor um, energy is like they are here to inform. They are usually the kind of children that you had that they like cleaned up their room before anybody asked them. They had very clear ideas of what they mm. wanted to do. Like they're the kind of kids who were like, I want to learn art. And then like, mom, can you sign me up for art lessons? Or even better, they would probably sign themselves up for art lessons because they're just that kind of kid who takes care of shit. Um, that's that's a manifester kid. And so in the people that I've they're been- They're the cult leaders. They are, they're, yes, they are. They're Not, very- I'm generally, I'm having a little fun <laughs> in generalizing, of course, but- I love they're cults. taking charge. It sounds like I do too. <laughs> so yes, they I'm are out of docs. Charge. If you ever have a new one, please send it to me. Cause I think I've watched every doc on every cult possible. Oh, I'm obsessed. I know. I feel it. I actually don't think you, by the way, to answer your question about you would join a cult. I don't think so <laughs> because okay. this is actually what's interesting about all of your guys's charts. And this, including mine too, is you guys have, um, undefined heads and undefined Ajna, which makes you actually really, well, it makes you open-minded. I don't think you'd be in a crazy, you know, sex cult. Not yet. I've almost joined three cults. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm so easy. Like when you say open-minded, I want you to know like a commercial will get me. Like not, I, I'm like so easily manipulated. Well, I, but I mean, by the way, I've taken Scientology courses. So, you no. know, yes, I have. This was a long, long, long time ago. This was in, Wait, gosh, how was it? It was so fascinating. I dated a boyfriend who grew up Scientologist. So <gasps> he was never it back? Hear about that. Huh? I wish it was back. No, okay. <laughs> um, he was born. Basically, his parents were both in the Sea Org and they got pregnant, which you're not well. I hope I don't get oh. sued by Scientology, but um, so yeah, he was born into it. And so basically when we started dating, the family's like, we'll pay for you to take some courses. And, you know, I'm like, all right, let's go for this. Um, Cause you have an open head like us. I do. Okay. I have the open Ajna, but also I think we're also very skilled at knowing like, no, I'm not, sh- I, I don't, I don't need that mm-hmm. wacky shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just the wacky well, shit I like. Okay. But yeah, only the wacky shit. Back. Wait. So. They didn't try to keep you. They did. Yeah, there was okay. some. There's some funny stories. That might be another podcast. Um, there was some very <laughs> interesting things. But like, I, yeah, I went to Clearwater, Florida, and I went to events at the at their mecca. Um, I went to the Celebrity Center and had lunch and <gasps> did all those things. Yeah, it was did very you go on the cruise to Africa. I did not go on the cruise. I was like, what the free winds? I think it's what it's called. But yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, um, but the family was very high up there in Scientology. So it was really interesting to kind of, to learn that, but. Wow. Did I you have to sign anything? Yeah, like, I did. Okay. I did have to sign a bunch of paperwork. I, I did the whole auditing. Um, so did I did anything you know, line up with your human design? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I ran far from that one, but, um, okay. Yeah. But other, you know, I will say this, actually other things lined up with my human design. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a teacher by trade and I've had to do like strength finders and the disc and the Enneagram and actually that's mm, kind um, of aligned with. What are your strength finders? Oh, context. That's like my number one. And it completely aligns with my profile, which is a five one, um, which is like my insatiable need to learn and understand things. So yeah, that was, um, I have. I'd have to look at my other wow. five or four, but yeah, it totally aligns, which is really interesting. So 
I'm sorry. I, I keep getting off of the manifester track, but um. no, no, that, that was, that was a nice yeah. succinct nugget. Uh, they're, they're just doing whatever they want to do. Not yes. in like a, not in a bad way, but you even saying that sounds like very like little Matilda, the movie, like I want to read books and go into the library, try to fucking stop me from reading books. Oh, big time, big time. And they're just, they're boss energy. They are like hardcore, um, you know, the leaders, the, mm -hmm. the people who are the bosses and make decisions. That's, yeah, that's big time energy. Manifest wow. energy. <laughs> I mean, how, um, is your, I mean, okay, I understand, obviously, philosophically, yes, but is it ever possible for someone to have the same um, design and personality chart? Or I mean, not chart, but like placements or whatever? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. is that someone where you can have, and how much often would you say, have you seen in this, you don't have to give us a percentage on this, but like, the difference between them would you say that they are often very varied or do you see ones where you're like oh actually that's that's interesting do you know what i'm saying well i tend to see so if i answer your question correctly like when i'm looking at someone's chart and i'm looking at their design um gates and i'm looking at their personality gates mm -hmm. which is that unconscious conscious um i will tend to see mostly their plutos are usually the same um the same gates is that answering the question is it um, yeah. I'm also seeing, yeah, I tend to see a lot of North nodes the same. So for example, Julia, you, your North node is gate 25, um, in your chart and your South node is gate 46. So they're, they're the same on both sides. Okay. So, and yeah. And then you also have, what else do you have? Your, have your Neptune is the same and your Uranuses are the same. Okay. So, so I mean, your outer, so it would be then outer, it sounds like it literally can't be the same because some of it is going to be based on astrological movements, which you can't have the same mercury for that long or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, yes. Yeah, I guess philosophically, I'm just wondering, like, are we all, are we all then destined to be, have that difference between your personality and your subconscious and is that then reflected there or are is there anyone who could ever do you know what i'm saying like do we leave people with this knowledge that like you can never be the same as your subconscious this is always part of someone's journey is how how do we reconcile those things and coming back to our our design versus what the world has made us feel like we have to be Yes, you're, you're, no, we will not always have the same side, the yeah. same um, gates on both sides. All right. So, you yeah, know, it what's is interesting to me about that is that 88 days is lit every time Mercury goes retrograde, isn't it? So, it's like in that course, you'll always have encountered a Mercury retrograde. Whoa. How interesting. That's, well, and it's like strange, a re huh? I mean, yeah. That's like, like kind a, of cool. Maybe it's like, you know, the universe giving you the opportunity to sample a retrograde. Who knows if, you know, I don't know. It, might it, it makes me think of when you're being like, when you are being born. I have a friend who just had a baby. Um, and thinking about that time leading up when you, I, it feels like the way that you start talking about them as a person who's like gonna be here that you're about to like have to know and talk to or whatever, as opposed to before you're kind of talking about it as this other thing. And now there's like, I don't know, does that make sense? You're like the mm -hmm. awareness of this person coming. Sorry, I think I got it wrong. I think Mercury revolves around the sun every 88 days. 
but still but still yeah 88 lines gate angel number Dude, but also love- too it's 88 days at least for mine because i'm looking it'd be february 3rd for my may 2nd so is it always going to be your square um sign yeah square sign too which you know that's with squares cool. with astrology that's putting like kind of like that yeah. action oriented right that's that's some i don't know it's not a trine you know it's not a sextile that's yeah, some cool some cool astro stuff peppered in there Ooh, yeah that's all like yeah as, as our souls are square signs from 88 days prior i mean lisa aquarians are you a Virgo, Julia? Ooh, I want to I mean, that's my, that. honestly, that, uh, that tracks for me because that's my 12th house. We both I, do, I do have Aquarius like, stuff too. You have the 11th house sun. I have the Aquarius Mars. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have any placements just, but I'm a very, if we one-to-one at 11th house What's so, wait, Stacey, astrology proper, and we can come return to the HD, but are you into astrology proper as well? I do. Okay. I I love it all. I have dabbled. I'm I've had Kabbalah Kabbalistic readings. I've had Vedic readings. I do my Western astrology. So I love it. Um as well versus you guys. No, I'm not. <laughs> but I it I love it all. I, I have found it so fascinating to explore all of the different modalities. So mm-hmm. I'm a big is, astrology nerd. Is there oh, yeah. a part of human design that you feel like is similar to tarot and i don't mean like in like reading sense but like where it gives you a prompt or it gives you like this is something you can look at a daily transit or something there are daily transits that is not my area of specialty however so to go back to your question about tarot as well uh richard rudd um gene keys he's really fascinating so uh just to give you a little history um i'm going back here but human design came about in 1987, just so all of you know. It's about as old as you. Um, And it was this guy, went to Ibiza, had this eight-day meditation, which who knows what was involved, but he had this eight-day meditation where he channeled all of this information about human design. So when he first started, he had all these devotees, and one of them was this guy named Richard Rudd. And so uh, Richard Rudd then... I think there was some disagreements and Richard Wood started to go off and do his own thing. And he did this thing called Gene Keys. And his is very, it's more off the I Ching, but it's very philosophical. And he does a lot of transit stuff. So if you're interested in that, go to him. He's got some really cool information. So I like him a lot. He's really fun. What was the name again? Sorry. Gene Keys. Uh, G-E-N-E, G-E-N-E, and then Keys. And then um, Richard Rudd is the guy's name. He's very poetic. And when he speaks, you just kind of want to keep listening to him. He's English. Mm-hmm. But a manifester? You know what? I don't even know what his sign is. However, Raw, the guy who's developed this, he was a manifester. I was like, the leader. Classic yep. culprit right there. Cult, cult leader right there. Cult <laughs> <laughs> All right, I take that back. I mean, you know, it's not a cult. I, I love Look, it. Look, anything can become culty if you if you so want it to be do you have like a big human design community or like or and sorry i don't know if we went back to the daily transit thing so i can pause in that because i am curious how you would use it on like a, a sort of daily method. so there are some apps where i can look at the daily transits and look at when things are happening where maybe i'm more projectory at that time because i have more openness in my chart you can do that you can get those transits um 
And then, but I, I recommended Richard Rudd because he does a lot. Of, like I see him on his oh, okay. always post the transits and post like what gate is more heightened today or what gate oh. is more heightened this week. And so that that's why I bring him up. Yeah. So for anybody who wants to learn about that. I love it. Yeah. We'll, we'll make sure to put all this in the notes and also just so if it, it's a, it's a new moon Scorpio eclipse as we're recording. So it's just very, it feels very with our guests too, uh, very appropriate for just maybe diving into something that feels unknown too for all of our folks. Cause I think HD is, it is intimidating, but who cares? <laughs> like, I don't know. I like go on. Is there a good like entry level book too, that really like helped you? Uh, a little book. Well, I you got I get the, get the book by Raw, which is the definitive um, book on human design uh, by uh, Ra Uruhu and Linda Manel. That is like mm -hmm. the textbook for okay. human design. I definitely recommend that. It is get my syllabus together here. Get you your know. syllabus together, and I can give you some more links to other books that have been very helpful um, to me. But uh, that that is probably the main book that you want to start off with because that's. They, he wrote the book. I mean, the guy who channeled this information wrote the book and it has everything in there. Cool. So that's the start. I, I love, love it. Can you tell me about the incarnation cross? I don't know why I'm interested. Oh, Ooh. the incarnation cross. So that is like your life's theme. Uh, your, so basically your incarnation cross is, um, oh goodness, how do I want to say this? Um, it is, so raw said that you awaken in your cross. Your cross is, there is, you can't do your cross. Your cross is who you are. You, you just happen to, um, to, it's your purpose in life. Uh, there are a total of 192 crosses that you can have, but there's also variations between the crosses. So depending on if, um, you have a certain number in your sun gate, on your design side, you may have another variation. So there's a total of 768 specific variations. So you can just get lost within the incarnation cross. But what the this guy came up with this in like fever dream. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty <laughs> nuts. Eight days of channeling this information. He came up with all this. So your incarnation cross. Let's see, I'll start with you guys. Um Ooh. All right, Lisa, you have the left angle cross of wishes. So uh, you are here um, to provide leadership in changing the laws and making things better. So you have this cross for about making a better future. And you're going to do whatever it takes uh, with wishes and hopes to make change happen on a big level in a leadership level it's so it, yeah you're here to be a leader in that and making things happen this is true i'm trying to get everybody getting multiple pets it's my <laughs> goal i'm trying i suggest it all the time in readings i suggest it subtly to friends are you like the bob barker where you're like spay and neuter your pets get adopted or <laughs> no i think there's just something about having a pet that really feels like it gives you a lot of the heart things, but also a lot of responsibility and like, yeah, there's, there's uh, some deep sadness that comes with it, but also like, you know, uh, a lot of really fun and interesting moments too. I don't know. I do think the world would be better if everybody had something they had to take care of every day. 
I agree with you. Agreed. Wow. I have a plants. Plants. Life. Life seems. Um, yeah, the responsibility that just like made me think too of just like your Aqua Mars, tenth housey stuff, or just I don't know. Oh, I'm yeah. trying not to like make it too astro, but that just felt very like a, I, a, that answer or something, is. or like in that region. I love it. Yeah. So that yeah, the cross is what our life's purpose is, and and you you can't do it. It just kind of happens, and you start to live it. So that's the cross. Whoa. I like Mine it. says I have to be at LAX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the left angle. So oh, you're is that what the left angle. Is? Yeah. I was like, oh angle. my God, no, I don't want to go to LAX. What's there's le- left, right. So yeah, there's, I mean, there's left, there's right angle, which is, um, so Julia, you have that. Because oh, yeah. You, yes, the left and the rights. Okay. Yeah. Cause you have the two, four. So it's based on your profile, which we haven't even talked about, but, uh-huh. um, profile lines um that's how your incarnation cross um happens is you either have a right angle which is if you have a lower front number in your profile like a one a two or three um and then if you have a five or six in the front you are a left angle um which uh, and then if you have a four like a four one you're a juxtaposition which is the rarest of them all so that means um yeah, you have a juxtaposition cross. So yeah, you are, um, Stevie, your left angle cross of incarnation. That's your cross. And um, my cross to bear. Yep, your cross to bear. You got a big cross too. Yeah, your cross oh. is about patterns of life and death and, you know, acknowledging the cycle in things and you provide guidance about these cycles and that oh. it's all just a part of life. Oh. They're very um, poetic. C'est la vie. What a, we're all floating on the rock, aren't we, folks? <laughs> aren't we just so, but also, I feel like I come back to that a lot. It's like, oh my God, I get to talk about astrology and human design with fabulous, smart, interesting people. Like, good for me. Like, what, how, what, what a privilege, what a gift, what a, like, not all days are great. So that's cool. Maybe it's like a, it, I feel like it ends up being like a optimism, which feels like basic. I, I talk about it a lot in therapy. It's like, oh, you're talking about like basic survival things, basic gifts of human life that not everyone is gets entitled to. That you're just, I don't know, just like water and a roof is like is so dope. The fact that yeah. we can do even more than that is just like outstanding. True. Very true. My projector rant. Oh yeah, the profile types. Well, we'll have to have you back on. I, I mean, know, like it's it's just like everything where it's. I think you could talk about it forever. Can you imagine and... we covered all of human design in a hour span. <laughs> it's like, near... well, what does the juxtaposition cross mean? Well, this <laughs> so basic. Okay, so you got interpersonal um, karma, and then you got or you got transpersonal karma, and then you got your juxtaposition. So there's this idea that. Um, you have, you have, you're here to make karma. You're here to make karma. So Julia is here to live it up and make karma and have fun. People with um, 
juxtaposition crosses there it's called a bonus life and so again they're also here to just live it up and enjoy themselves like it's a bonus life they have no karma they're they're making and they have no karma they're cleaning up and then for those of us with higher numbers like if you have a six two or a five one um we are what's called transpersonal karma and that means we are here to clean up karma from past so if you believe in past lives like we're here to clean up the karma of past of our past lives etc Wow. So it's, it's a heavy it's a heavy load but you know you're willing to do it go for Wild. it <laughs> uh do we have a game we do have a game any but before oh, we yeah, have the sorry. game any last stacy yeah you're great you've been great i hate to say this at the end any last things you want to get off your chest you want the people to know about hd or about you and your human design practice um and then I'll also add in a uh, bonus question of like, and how do we, as a three pod, as a pod family, any advice for us as two manifesting generators and a projector? But first, any, I want to, any, any, anything to add? You oh, covered gosh. a lot. I feel like I I talk a lot. Um, <laughs> gosh, there's so many things. I mean, I only just scraped the surface, but um, I just, you know, again, live your 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 type strategy and authority try that first and then mm. see where it takes you but just okay. try it just take a look at it and see if it resonates with you and if it resonates come find me i will gladly do a reading with you <laughs> love that's a great that was a great plug well, thank yes you. <laughs> come find me yep. as she jumped as she jumps try it and then find me emoji <laughs> <laughs> come get me <laughs> and then I don't know if it's you do like compatibility, if you will, but for t- for our types as th- as a trio, any even if it's a one word mantra or yeah. or something, any any thoughts? Uh, yes, there are, um, and actually we do do compatibility. I, in fact, I tried to look at all of yours and and see what you guys had in common, and you guys have a lot in common, by the way. So you guys are very very compatible. Um, let's see well first of all i have to say this you all have chola freaking energy and i hope that resonates in a positive way because (laughs) i love cholas um and i just think you guys have this same gate called the gate of the fighter all all three of you have it and you are here to stand up to challenges you are here to just fight for what you believe in and i i think i love that about you guys so Um, you have a lot of other ones. I'll have to give, I'll have to tell you guys about those later, but you, you have some really cool energy. So keep fighting for what you believe in because you are meant to be saying that and sharing it with everyone. Whoa. That's you have a lot of really good stuff. You have a lot of really cool compatibility. Um, but but that's, yeah, we'll, we'll have to throw you some, we'll throw you some coins and make this, make this, we'll make this official. Um, so we have a little game we like to end on. Um, have you ever played Mary Fuck Kill? Stacey? Oh yeah. Very okay. Yes. All right, old pro over here. So we're gonna just do two rounds. This is with celebrities that share your big, th- your astrological big three combo. Um, so let's start. And this doesn't always happen because we don't always have celebrities' birth times and rising signs, but we do have one big three twin. And oh boy, is this a great one. We have Whoopi Goldberg is your big three twin. I mean, that's great. That's a great celeb big three doppelganger, I will say. And so we'll play. So I only have one for your 
for your Scorpio sun, Scorpio moon, Aquarius rising. But we'll play with some Scorpio suns and moons here while we're here. And we'll throw in Brittany Murphy and oh. Owen Wilson. Ooh. Well, I feel like I have to marry Whoopi. I mean, my goodness. She's just <laughs> like so rad. Oh, gosh. Ooh. Is that so rad. Me? And also you'll have your own residence because she yeah. doesn't want you in. There's yeah. a famous quote of like, I don't want anyone in my house, which is. No. Bad, we'll which is. Mm. We'll just meet up on a cool vacation somewhere where we have separate rooms. And that actually sounds really <laughs> cool to me. I, I love that. Um, <laughs> it, is it so bad to say kill Brittany Murphy? Am I, is that so sad? I feel yeah, like. I think it's okay. It's <laughs> I think it's okay. Yeah. I, I mean, if you started like really like talking smack, I might have to like stop, stop you. But no, it's part of the, someone's got to go. She is so awesome. I think in the, in the short life she had here, she did some amazing things. So, Aww. um, but you just really want to fuck him. <laughs> I do. Like. I think I love his sense of humor. He's fun. And um, I think, yeah, he seems pretty out there. So I'd love to ask about the Royal Tenon Moms. That's what I want to know about him. Hot. <laughs> oh, man. Pillow pillow talk afterwards. Like, what was it like on set? Yeah, <laughs> tell me more. Tell me wow. more. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm marrying Owen on Wilson. I don't know what you guys are up to. I, I. I tell everybody that he's a regular at the bar I work at. It's not true, but I just tell everybody that he comes in all the time. And uh, it would be cool to marry him. And then people would be like, maybe he does really come to that bar. Owen Wilson's wife. The long con. (laughs) (laughs) And I think um, I think I'm going to. This is based solely on I think I. You know, I think I prefer Whoopi's company, but I think I prefer having sex with Brittany Murphy. So <laughs> I am going to kill Whoopi. <laughs> You're fucking fucking Brittany. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Whoopi. Um, I'm going to I'm I'm going to marry Whoopi. Um, I also think it would be great to marry someone who that, like our whole thing would just be separate houses. And I'm imagining like a property that we're there to like where we're like meeting in the backyard. Maybe there's mm-hmm. even like a breezeway, but maybe that's me. Maybe that's me already pushing boundaries. And maybe this is why our marriage is absolutely destined to fail. Uh, regardless, I am going to take that ride with her. Um, I am going to also fuck Brittany Murphy because yes um and i'm just mm-hmm. this is i'm playing the lisa rule whereas there's one man and he's the one that's got to go bye oh i think i'm gonna marry Brittany murphy she has a sweet spot in my heart and now i'm feeling very savior complex like well there's an alternate universe it's like once upon a time in hollywood where you know mayor like the Sharon Tate doesn't get murdered. That's the universe I live in. <laughs> Brittany Murphy is still here. She doesn't move into Britney Spears haunted mansion. She makes it out. Um, and I just think, she, and her, I mean, she's Luann king of the like iconic, her voice. I can't tell if I would get annoyed or not, but we'll find out, I guess, in our marriage and see what happens. I mean, Owen Wilson has that pussy, you know, so that's a fuck. That's a fuck situation. And I re- like, I love all these people too so this whoopee kill is not what i'm happy about but she doesn't want me around and we'll just we'll just it's fair that's yeah that's how it breaks down some other scorpio sun and moons we could have played with our ryan reynolds bjork rupaul mads mickelson george o'keefe sandy newton penn bagley neil long ellen pompeo katie perry randy macho man savage there's a lot a lot of good celeb scorp sun new moon babies i will say that's a powerful group. 
Yes. Now, not so many. It's hard to find the risings, but we do have a few people to play with for Scorpio Sun, Aquarius Rising, including Adam Driver, SZA, and Henry Winkler. <laughs> oh, interesting. I love it. Fun group. That is a fun group. I love Adam Driver. There's something so alluring in a weird way about him. Everyone in this, this Scorpio group are all like unique souls. I will like And also, wait, I'm having a flashback of Adam Driver because I feel like we played with him for one. We person played with, right. with Pisces Rising too. It's so funny. I was like, because it's uh, Kira, I think. We yeah, played yeah. Because we didn't have his exact, but now it's coming up as a, oh, you know, it's coming up as Aquarius Rising on Astro theme. I think they got a better birth time. So I think he is off. Well, we I got to play it. with him. I got to play with him multiple times. But anyways, Adam Driver, SZA, and Henry Winkler. Does anyone who is? I know mine. All right. I'm marrying SZA. No question. Love her. Um, And then I'm sorry. I'm going to kill Adam Driver. I can't stand him. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it is. I can't stand him. And I, not that I want to have sex with Henry Winkler, but it's just, <laughs> it's a lesser of two evils at this point. I think, I think I'm doing the same, actually. Mary SZA, kill Mary SZA, Adam, Mary SZA for sure. Henry. Yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't tell which is. I'm not attracted to Adam Driver. I don't I'm, know what it and is. And many, pe- many are. Many. I, I. I I do. I understand. I get it. I, I just, get it too. I just, I, he seems tall. annoying. He That's seems annoying. T- How tall is this guy? I think he just also, is, I just think it's probably going to be bad. Like, I feel like it's going to be, it's going to be intense, but not in a way, not in the way that I want it to be, I think. And so I'm like, I'd rather, I think though, I think that like, he is a good enough performer and, and actor that like killing him would be Shakespearean. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say the thing that probably everybody's gonna write negative reviews about, and he's a poor man's Keanu Reeves. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> okay. See, I wouldn't even put them in the same league because no, he's not nowhere near. But it's like, yeah, what we're what we want in Adam Driver is Keanu Reeves when oh. when we want him. But look at that Scorpio causing that conversation. <laughs> I'm also I, agreeing with this combo, and uh, I hope. And Stacey, if you're a mega fan, uh, what a what a conversation okay. is here. It's okay. No, like it's. I just find him so. There's something so alluring about him. So I think I would fuck him. That's why okay. I'm like. Yeah. I think I I'm the minority here, but I think I want to see what no, it's like. I think we're actually possibly the no. Minority. People are going to be mad about <laughs> yeah. this. I have a feeling. Yeah. Many people are attracted to Adam. Dr- He's like the new it boy. He's <sighs> like a hunk. I I seen that picture of where he looks like that cat and I can't unsee it. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking? You know, the cat. No, I'll pull it up. There's a cat that that looks just like what it is. I I can't. I see the cat. Yeah. Yeah. But that's this is so Scorpio because to me, the Scorpio celebrity is one where if you just get something on like start like that's it, it gets stuck in you too, like one image of them or one one thing. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Because I feel like we've talked about this. Scorpio celebrities are always so divisive <laughs> in this way. Sorry. No. Is I, this the, the, the cat got shared? Yeah. I'll make sure to oh, throw yeah. the cat in. Yeah. That's who I think I'd be oh, fucking, no. you know? <laughs> like, 
so cute. <laughs> <laughs> show notes. This has got to go. Oh, this is good. You've never perfect. seen this? No. This is who I, when I hear, when oh. I think of Adam Driver punching a hole in the wall in Marriage Story, I, I think of this cat doing that. <laughs> It's okay, so you're fucking so AD. Fu- yeah, you're fucking I am. driver. You know, I think I'm going to marry SZA. And then yeah. I mm-hmm. love the Fonz. I'm sorry, I'm old school. I love the Fonz, but I think he's got to go. Hey, mm-hmm. hey he's beloved. He's gunned down in his prime. Ju- I mean, talk about jumping the, the shark. The the number of second acts this man has had. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I know. I I think it all again. It's like it's all Shakespearean. Look, I love, I love it. The drama in this round, yeah, gorgeous. We needed it. We I want to watch it. the movie, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, Stacy, what a treat. Soul care, soul care. Like I know that's. Mom. I was gonna ask, like, say, like, is that? Do we give your name or do we give your handle? But we'll get. I mean, we'll give all of it. But thank you so much for being here for being our human design guide. Um, yes. Thank you. you. Thank you so much. You guys, you made us fun. I, you know, it's a lot of information, but you, you helped make it a lot of fun and thank you. Oh, thank you for breaking it down. I mean, I, I feel 1% smarter, (laughs) but I think if you keep getting going at it, you'll get, it will build. Yeah. And I want to get this intro, the, the, the guy who wrote the book. So this is great Rex. And I think this is going to be really helpful for all of our human design curious astro babes. So, and family, I love a fa- I love a family connection. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so Blue much with your crew. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to what's your sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us, what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chanu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.